Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. Get ready for your life to be changed by today's message from Pastor Jeremiah Hosmer. Let's go in our Bibles today to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And uh, as we stand in the presence of the Lord to hear from his word today, oh glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now listen, if you don't have to go to work, uh, I know some of you are, some of you are so gracious. Uh, you, you come on Sundays and you have to leave a little early to get to work. And uh, we pray that God will give you a job that where you don't have to work on a Sunday, that you'll be making double the amount of money that you're making right now with double the benefits in the name of Jesus. But until then, I understand. But for the rest of you, I'm telling you, don't leave because the Holy Spirit has told me in prayer and I told the, the gentlemen that were praying with me earlier that this is a day of impartation. This is a day of impartation. And so in a little while at the end of this service, I'm going to invite my, my board and my elders and my uh, staff down and I'm going to pour oil on their hands. We're going to lay hands on in this house today and there's going to be an impartation from the Spirit of God. He has just chosen this day for a day of impartation. And you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it, trust me. And so when that, that prophetic word just came, that, this is, that, that I'm going to pour my spirit out on this house today, that lined right up with what I was praying this morning, what the Lord spoke to me. This is a day of impartation. And so I'm excited about what God has for us today. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts. Brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another uh, prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. And we know that the spirit is willing. Come on, I want you to say that. Say the spirit is willing. Amen. And so today, Father, as we stand in your presence, hearing from your word, we ask that there would be or the oracles of heaven spoken to the hearing of your people. Father, today I decree and declare by faith that there in the house of God, there is an ease of listening in the name of Jesus, that every barrier and opposition or hindrance has now been removed. And now, Lord, you have a landing strip for your glory. A landing strip for your power and your presence and your anointing. 
a landing strip for Jesus to be glorified in the house of the Lord. Lord, we're here to meet with you today. God, whether you have me preach for three minutes or 30 minutes, whatever, we're here to meet with you. That's why we're here, God. So Father, in the name of Jesus, let thy perfect will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And let thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And look upon my availability and not my ability today. Spirit of God, I yield this vessel completely to you. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for what's about to happen in this house. For it will never be the same after today. In the name of Jesus. And I believe it so. And if you believe it, I want you to shout amen and give God one more praise in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of God. We've been in this series on the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and the Lord has been blessing this thing so much that I actually thought I would be done with it two weeks ago. And it looks like I got two or three more weeks to go. <laughs> He's just continued to pour out uh, through this series. And I, I've been, I, I, sometimes I, I got to be honest, on, on Mondays a lot of times I don't, I don't get out around a whole lot of people. But, but sometimes on, or here lately on Mondays I've just been sitting around in awe of what God has been doing. In awe of what God has been doing, Pastor Antoine, because I, I'm looking around and saying, Lord, man, you, you're doing so much. I watched this person get saved this week and two weeks later they got baptized with the Holy Ghost. And God, I, I, this person, this person came down and, and uh, had, had, had this wrong with them and we laid hands and they were healed. And, and, and I mean, just, just sitting around on a Monday saying, I'm in awe of what you're doing, God. Matter of fact, let's give him a five second all praise. Come on, somebody. In awe of, of the presence of the Lord. In awe of the glory of God. So, I, uh, so I've just been sitting around, but. But I realized that as we've been teaching this and preaching this series that the Holy Spirit uh, ha has been doing things that we don't even realize that he's been doing. Now, stay with me. Sometimes, sometimes we can want this done over here and, and we think that this is the way to get it, get it done. Right. And then God uh, instructs us to do this over here. And when we do this over here, God takes care of that over there. I want to give you an example. I remember when my older brother Josh got born again. My God, I wasn't sitting up here preaching an evangelistic message. I was preaching on the baptism of the Holy Ghost. All right. Now, when you preach on the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that's not a traditional evangelistic message. Most time that's a message for the saints. Amen. But when I, but the Lord said, preach on the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And when I preached on the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that Sunday, he ran to the altar and gave his life to the Lord. We wanted this done and thought this was the way to get it done. But God said, if you'll do this, I'll do that. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that you might not be connecting what's happening in your life with the teaching and the preaching of the gifts of the Holy Ghost. But can I tell you, it is in direct correlation to what you're hearing every single week that God is blowing something up in your life. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so we've been preaching and for the last two weeks, we've been on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, I told you, I said we were going to break the gifts of the Holy Spirit up into three parts. Uh, last week, we completed the vocal gifts. 
The vocal gifts are the gift of tongues and the interpretation of tongues and the gift of prophecy. And I don't have time to do a recap on that. If you were not here last week, I want you to listen to that message because there was a lot laid out and I praise God, we already see the fruits. We already see the fruits, hallelujah. We already see the fruits of teaching on the vocal gifts. Glory be to God. And so, and so we have the vocal gifts, but the next three gifts that I'm teaching on are the revelatory gifts. The revelatory gifts. Now listen carefully here. These gifts consist of the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits. Now when I say the discerning of spirits, I'm not talking about spirits with a capital S. I'm talking about spirits with a lower S. Small S. The discerning of spirits. Uh, we call these the revelatory gifts because the Holy Spirit uses these gifts to reveal things that cannot be known unless he tells them to you. Oh, now I realize, because I, I was like, Lord, I want so many people being used in these gifts in our church. I want, and, 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 and I didn't, and now I'm connecting it as I'm preaching to you when he told me today's a day of impartation. And now I'm connecting the dots right here that he is going to impart through many people today into your lives to be used in these gifts. Listen, there, and, and so I want to lay it clear. There are people who have very good observation skills. There, there are people who study human behavior very well. There are people that can tell a lot about you just by watching your actions, watching your behavior, watching how you carry yourself. Uh, but that's not what I'm talking about when I say the Holy Spirit reveals things to you. Those are natural, that's natural ways of understanding things. I'm not talking about uh, uh, educated, uh, being uh, ed educated guessing or, or human skills. I'm talking about walking in the spirit and being used by the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about being used by the spirit in such a way that he begins to speak to you and tell you things that you could no other way know unless he spoke them to you. Now we need the church immersed in the revelatory gifts right now. Oh glory. We need the church. Come on, lift one hand and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, immerse me in the revelatory gifts. Oh yeah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Now watch this, huh? I'm talking about walking in the spirit. I've heard people say, you know, you know, when you, when you walk up and tell people stuff that you're not supposed to know, that kind of freaks me out. <laughs> Listen now, you don't have that crazy. You know that some of you. But listen to me. There is no reason, church, to get freaked out. Because these gifts are given for the same reason all the other gifts are given. For the edifying, for the building up of the church, and for the profit of all. So God has not changed the reason for giving these gifts just because they are different gifts. They are for the profit of all. When God uses someone in the revelatory gifts to speak to you and they are inspired of the spirit and done in order. Listen, it is like God giving you a shot of spiritual steroids. I don't know if this has happened to you yet, but you just hang around here and it will. 
But when God uses somebody to come up and say, you know, the Lord gave me a word of knowledge for you. And they flow from that word of knowledge into a into the gift of prophecy. I don't know about you, but you could have came in weighed down like you were carrying a million pounds. But when you leave the house of God, you're just as light as a bird. And all the burdens have lifted off of you. Why? Because the gifts of the Holy Ghost were manifested in your midst. Hallelujah. It gives you a spiritual boost and a strength that you didn't have before the gifts were released. It is God giving you, watch this, your right now word, hallelujah, that keeps you and helps you and strengthens you when you think you're about to give up. No wonder the church needs these so much. If you'll think about the, listen, if you'll think about the revelatory gifts in these ways, you'll never think the same about them again. I want you to hear, hear this carefully. How many of you know that we walked through some times, we walked through some seasons, we walked through some storms that sometimes it makes us feel like, makes us feel like God has forgotten about us. Now, you ain't got to sit there and act like you're all that. I know that I'm talking to somebody. There are times, it ain't true, God has not forgotten about us, but there's times we feel like, Lord, don't you hear me? Lord, don't you see what I'm going through? Lord, can't you do something about this? And we begin to feel like God does not even know we exist anymore. Now, think, now check this out. If those feelings and thoughts can, uh, continue and, are not a, and, and, and they are allowed to progress, it can bring about demonic oppression. Help, stay with me now. Therefore, when someone comes up to you, doesn't know you, or does not know what you've been walking through, and begins to tell you what you've been walking through, and begins to tell you how you've been feeling, and begins to tell you what you told God in your prayer yesterday. Ah, the last thing you need to do is get freaked out. You ought to shout and give God a praise in the house of the Lord. Why? Because when God uses that person in these gifts, it is him saying to you, I have not forgotten about you. I love you. I care about you. I am on your side and I am just as much involved now as I was two years ago. It is God sitting there saying, it is God using this man or God using this woman to sit there and say, I heard your prayer. I saw your cry and I have spoken to you in the midst of your stuff. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. It's God saying, I see what you are going through. And I know what you're feeling. It is God saying, keep your faith. Amen. Don't you dare quit. It is God saying, I am working all things for your good. Oh, let's give the Lord a praise for that. It is God walking. It is God showing up, church. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's saying, I'm working it for your good. That's why you can't just go to a place. 
just because it's close to your house. That's why, listen, it's worth your gas money. If you got a bum a ride, you got to get somewhere where the gifts are moving because you might not make it past next week. But if God can deliver a word to your life right now, you can leave here with victory on your side. That's why you can't go to just some to some place because everybody there's your color. That's why you can't just go somewhere because they're Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, Presbyterian. That's why you can't just go somewhere because they're Democrat or Republican. You gotta go somewhere where the glory is falling, the power is moving, and somebody's anointed of the Holy Ghost. Yes! Somebody has an anointing. Somebody has been with God. Oh, shit. Somebody has stirred up the gifts. Somebody ain't scared to be used by the Holy Ghost. Somebody is not fearful. Somebody's full of faith. And somebody came expecting God to move in the house of the Lord. That's what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. You got to go somewhere. Push your neighbor and say, You got to go somewhere. <laughs> My God, you've got to go somewhere where you know. Lord, I don't know if I can continue on like it's going. And God says, that, don't worry about it. Just get on into the house tomorrow. And as the praise and worship goes up, the glory is going to come down. And I'm going to anoint so-and-so. And they're going to walk over in your life. And they're going to speak a word in your right now season. And when you leave the house, you will not, show, you will not leave the same way you came in. That enemy that's against you now, you will not see it when you're on the way out. Why? I have used the gifts of the Holy Ghost. Yes. The revelatory gifts. Hallelujah. Oh, I thank God for the revelatory gifts. It's amazing to me that they seem to show up right when I'm ready to quit. It's amazing to me that they show up right when you think God is done. Hallelujah. Right when you're ready to go see the lawyer. Right when you're ready to give it all up. Right when you're ready to file bankruptcy. Right when you're ready to believe the doctor over the word of God. All of a sudden, the gifts of the Holy Ghost show up. And somebody says, the Lord is on your side. Do not quit and do not be dismayed. God is showing up for you. God is going to heal you. God is going to deliver your child. God is going to break you through. God is going to release the anointing. God is going to give the finances. The revelatory gifts show up. Hallelujah, and build the house of God. Edify the house of God for the profit of all. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now watch this. If the church as a whole would allow the, would allow the Holy Spirit to use them in these gifts, we wouldn't have half the people we see in depression. Because I don't know about you, but the times that, that it seemed like the dark cloud was wanting to come, I know that you might not want to testify about it. Just look straight up, but you know I'm talking to some of you. The black, the black, cow, the black cloud shows up from time to time. And all of a sudden you feel that depression sneaking in on your life. And you don't know what to do. 
Sometimes some of you even have thoughts of suicide. I know. Not because somebody told me, because the Holy Ghost reveals it to me. But I'm telling you, you keep yourself under the anointing of God. You keep yourself under a right now preached word. You keep yourself in the presence of the Lord. And you keep yourself around Holy Ghost filled saints that are united with the house of God, not against it. And the Lord will show up. He'll speak a word. And that depression will break like an egg over your life. And that which was dark will begin to shine in your life once again. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Imagine the people. Imagine the people who have tragically taken their lives. Imagine, imagine if the church as a whole, I'm not just talking about this church. The church as a whole, everybody was used in the gifts of the spirit. My God, I believe the Lord would have sent somebody to them. Said, listen here, I know you think your best way is out, but it ain't. I got a word from God for you. Don't give up. Don't you quit. Don't you do that right there. The Lord is going to use you. The Lord is going to make something beautiful out of this. I serve the Lord that can take ashes and make them into beauty. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now, let me just say this. These gifts, these gifts can be and need to be used for public worship, like in this setting, but they don't have to be. They can be used person to person. But regardless, if you are used in these gifts, whether it's in the public setting or whether it's you talking to your coworker at work, they need to be used for the profit of the church. Let me tell you something. God ain't revealing you. God is not revealing to you things about people so you can walk around with your chest pumped out and put an S on it. I came to talk to somebody today. I'm going to break a spirit. I came, to, I came to bring it out. God is not revealing things to you so you can put a cape on your back and feel like you are a superhero. God is revealing things to you so that the yokes of bondage can be broken off of people and Jesus Christ can be glorified and they'll hit their knees saying, I know he's real in my life. So it's for the building up and the profit of the church. Now watch this, in my opinion, and I believe it to be right, and y'all find out when the rapture happens, it was right. In my opinion, the revelatory gifts are the most overlooked and underused gifts in the church. Even within the church that are using, the churches that are using the gifts, many times you don't see these gifts operating. And if you do, they're not operating at the level I believe the Holy Ghost would have them to operate. All the gifts of the Spirit. Everybody say all the gifts. All the gifts of the Spirit have a way of building up the church and defeating the schemes of the enemy. All of them. But the revelatory gifts don't only build up the church. They don't only defeat the schemes of the enemy. But these gifts have a way, a powerful way of protecting the church. Hallelujah. That's why it's so important that we allow the Holy Spirit to use us in these gifts. Listen, if you're gonna, if you're gonna write anything down or if you're gonna put something in your phone today or that you need to remember, I want you to put this down right here. Not everything we walk through do we have to walk through. Now, now I don't listen. Now I'm throwing rocks at the at the spirit of religion. 
I was throwing rocks at the spirit of division. Now I'm throwing rocks at the spirit of religion. For some reason, the body of Christ just has a feeling that the more we walk through stuff, the holier we are. <laughs> now, if that was the case, then God would reward us with storms. God would reward us with suffering. The devil is a liar. Not everything do we walk through, do we have to walk through. Sometimes if we would have allowed the Holy Spirit to use us in the discerning of spirits, if we would have obeyed the word of wisdom, or if we would have prayed to receive a word of knowledge, we would have been spared the grief and the trouble that we had to go through. And even if we have to walk through it, I don't have to take you off guard. You can pray and the Lord can say, listen, this is what's coming. Prepare yourself so it does not take you out. The devil meant it for this, but I'm going to turn it for this. Pray and seek my face. Hallelujah. Not everything we walk through do we have to go through it. Somebody put something one time, posted something, said, don't blame the devil for your dumb decisions. I said, you preaching now. Some of us are rebuking the devil. We ought to be rebuking ourselves. Hallelujah. My God, if, if you make this amount of money, I don't know, I'm meddling now. If you make this amount of money and you go put yourself in debt in this place right here, the devil did not put you in that place. You put your own self in that place. You need to humble yourself and live within your means and let God bless you and get out of debt. Somebody say amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Sometimes we want to rebuke the devil because things are going wrong in the marriage. Oh, I'm all in it now. I'm like checking the back of the cabinet where the rusted pot and pans go. Hallelujah. We want, devil, I rebuke you. When really all you got to do is humble yourself. And the devil sitting back saying, I ain't doing, I'm not doing as good a job as you are doing in any way. No, oh, I'm talking to somebody in this place right now. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Devil, I rebuke you. No, God just saying, just go home and humble yourself. Go home and show love. Go home and dwell with one another in understanding. Be patient. Uh-oh. Be kind. Hallelujah. I didn't know this about turning into a mirror seminar. But I feel the anointing. <laughs> you know, uh, forgive one another. Care for one another. Selah. Let's go to the word of wisdom before I really get to meddling. Number, so the fourth gift I'm talking about is the word of wisdom. 
I don't know if I'm going to get any further than this today, really. The word of wisdom is different from someone having wisdom. I want to make sure that we're clear because I have, I have watched people ascribe spiritual gifts to people that they don't have just because they were a wise person. The spiritual gift, the, the word of wisdom is different from someone having wisdom. The word of wisdom is different from someone giving you good advice. It's different. The word of wisdom is a spiritual gift that is only given by the Holy Ghost. There can be people, listen, I, I, I know people who don't even believe in the Lord that can give you some good godly advice in business. It does not mean they have a word, they have the word of wisdom. It just means they've learned some stuff and you, you can, it'd probably help you to listen to them, but just don't confuse them. The word of wisdom is just as much. Now I want you to remember this. The word of wisdom is just as much a supernatural, is just as much supernatural and dependent upon the Holy Ghost working as the gifts of miracles, the gifts of tongues, the gifts of interpretation and etc. The word of wisdom is just as supernatural and just as dependent on the Holy Ghost. When we talk about the word of wisdom, we're speaking of supernatural wisdom from God for a situation that when it's obeyed, it brings about a supernatural solution. A supernatural word from God or supernatural wisdom from God that brings about a supernatural solution. Now, let me give you a few examples and then we're going to we're going to tie it up. When we were needing this, when we were needing a new building. And we had outgrown the old building by three times. The Lord gave me a word of wisdom to purchase this property. Push your neighbor and say, wake up, you need to hear this. Listen, I know the Georgia game was late last night. And I know the Braves let you down, but God will never let you down. There you go, I got some of your attention now. We need, I needed a word, I needed a word of wisdom because we had already submitted an offer. The bank said, no, nah, man, y'all crazy. They were offering, they were wanting us to pay for the property at this price, which was more than what I was wanting to pay. So I needed a word of wisdom. I needed something supernatural from God that would bring about a supernatural solution. So some of you have heard the story, but the Lord told me in a prayer meeting, turn to Genesis 24. I turned to Genesis 24. He spoke to me through Genesis 24. He said, call the bank, offer them $400,000 for the property and they're going to take it. A word of wisdom. We called the bank. They came and met. We offered them $400,000 uh, on a $1.2 million piece of property at the time. It's worth more now. And, and we offered them that. And within 48 hours, we had signed papers on this property right here. You need to give God a praise. I'm talking about a word of wisdom. A word of wisdom, church. Some of you need it right now. You don't know what to do. You don't have a clue what to do. But God has a gift of the Spirit that will help you right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. How many of you know that the purchase of this property 
And what has happened here has edified the church. It has built the church. And it is for the profit of all of the church. Hallelujah. Let me give you another example. Over the summer when my family and I were away for about three weeks of vacation, the Rona started hitting the church. So I was about a week and a half, two weeks out, or about a week and a half from coming back. I said, Lord, what are we going to do about this? I don't, want, I don't want people sick, but you have told me not to shut down. I have a word from you to not shut these doors. I have a word from you to keep going no matter what. I don't want people sick. I don't want nobody being hurt. What am I to do, God? I need a word from you. He said, when you get back, this is what you're to do. Tell the church to continue to decree over their lives every day. No sickness, no disease, no infirmity, no plague, nor any virus shall live in their bodies. And he said, bring the church before the table of the Lord every Sunday, and I'm going to take care of it. That church was a word of wisdom. We needed a supernatural word to bring about a supernatural solution. And ever since then, God has helped this place. My God, we've been walking in favor. We've been walking in health. We've been multiplying in every area of this place right here. And the Lord has been glorified. How many know this is a testimony of the power and the goodness of God in the land of the living? Hallelujah. A word of wisdom. But what if we were somebody who said, I don't believe in that stuff nowadays. Those, those died out with the apostles, Mike. I tell you right now, you would have been a fool. I'm going to tell you right now, I, some, I don't agree with some of the churches shutting down, but I understand why some of them shutting down. I mean, they don't believe in any of the gifts and the power of God. I would shut down too. My God, if you don't believe in the power of God and the gifts of the Holy Ghost, you need to shut your doors. You do. What are you preaching about? I mean, I need to know what are you preaching about? What are, who, who are people coming for? My God, listen, I, you don't understand. This thing ain't about me. This thing's about Jesus and his supernatural power and his protection that's over this house right here. And I know it just as much as you know it. And I believe it just as much as you believe it. And I walk in here every week believing that God's going to protect me just like he's going to protect you and just like he's going to protect you. Hallelujah. Yes. A word of wisdom that brought about a supernatural solution. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Listen, that's one of the reasons why you and your family. I know I preach this thing, but I'm going to keep on preaching it. That's why you and your family need to make it. I'm talking about come hell or high water, bribing, bumming, do whatever you got to do to get into the house of God every single week. Because every single week when we open that packet and we submit our hearts before the Lord and we submit our lives before the Lord and we eat of that bread and we drink of that cup, this is 
not a ritual. This is a supernatural obedience of the Lord that says, I will protect you. I will lead you. I will bless you. And no matter what is going on around you, it will not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Hallelujah. That's what's happening right now. You don't even know it. But when you sat in this house this morning and you, you ate of that bread and you drank of that cup and you said, God, I submit my life to you. God, I humble my heart to you. God, I'm yours and you are mine. The Lord said, okay, we ready. And it don't matter about Rona and it don't matter about cancer and it don't matter about any of that other stuff and it don't matter about what they're doing up in the cities and it don't matter what they say about you and it don't matter how much they curse you. They cannot curse what I have already ostracized, what I have already blessed and you shall walk in the blessing of the Lord. That's what's going on in here right now, church. <clears throat> the bass boat can't give it to you. The deer woods can't give it to you. The golf course can't give it to you. The football game can't give it to you. But when the blessing of the Lord comes on your house, I said when the blessing of the Lord comes on your house, everybody looks and says there's something different about that house. Glory. Let's give the Lord a praise in this house. to God. I think I feel like preaching now. That's what's going on in here. You might have came today saying, God, I need a paycheck. God said, really? Man can give you a paycheck. Ask of me for something supernatural. Oh God, I need to be able to just have some good emotions this week. Really? God said, ask of me. You have no idea the environment that you're in. The atmosphere that you're in. The possibility of what's happening in this place right now. Glory be to God. You think we're just meeting because that's what churches do? We're meeting under a divine mandate of God. Hallelujah. A divine mandate of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's, let, let, let me just give you another example. This is a biblical example of some, uh, actually in the Bible, let me say that. It's from, it, it is a, it's from the example of, of Joseph in the Bible. God is ready to elevate Joseph from the prison to the palace. God gives Pharaoh a dream that he doesn't understand. So he calls his magicians. He calls his wise men. He calls all, everybody knows they cannot interpret the dream. Matter of fact, none of them even have a clue about the dream. And one of, one of Pharaoh's servants tells him, he says, I think I know a man that can help. He says, really? He said, yeah, he, he used to go to Abundant Life Church. 
but they locked him up because they were hating on him. He's down in the prison right now. But I'm telling you, this man can help him. He says, well, bring him at once. I need to know. So Joseph comes up out of the, the prison. And, and the Bible says that Pharaoh says, tells him, he said, I had a dream. He said, but I'm not going to tell you what it's about. If you're truly a man of God, you'll tell me. And God says, oh, really? You're going to put me to the test. Watch this. So he turns around and, and, and he, gives, he gives Joseph a word of knowledge that tells Pharaoh what his dream was. Now, that's when you're moving in something right there now. In other words, I don't even need to know your dream. I'm going to tell you what you dreamed. He tells Pharaoh what his dream was and then God gives him a word of wisdom. And he says, this is what you're to do. He says, for the first seven years, there's going to be an abundance. He said, but this is the interpretation of dream. For the next seven years, there's going to be severe famine like the world has never seen before, like the earth has never had before. He said, so for the first seven years, you're going, God's going to give an abundance to this land. You're to store up here. You're to do this. You're to do that. You're to do this. He said, and then the seven years that of famine, this is what's going to happen. You're going to realize that people are going to come to you and need, and need food. And so then you'll begin, this, the nation of Egypt will begin to expand and it'll begin to multiply. And you'll have more than you've ever known and your people will be taken care of. Watch this. When Pharaoh hears of the wisdom, everybody say wisdom. When he hears of the wisdom, the word of wisdom God gave him, he elevates Joseph to the place of prime minister. You're about to get your word that you came for today. He elevates Joseph to the place of prime minister. Once he elevates Joseph to the place of prime minister, the seven years of abundance happens. And then at the end of that seven years, here comes a famine. And the Bible says that Egypt had all the food in the land. Well, guess what? There was some people. There were some people called. The, 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 there were there were some people called the nation of Israel. There were only about seventy people at the time. They didn't have any food. So God realizes that my people, my seed, what I'm trying to pass down throughout the generations are going to need to be provided for. So He takes the He takes the Israelites and He brings them into Egypt. And the Bible says that not only did they have food, but they lived in the best of the land. Watch this. They were living in the best of the land during the worst of times. What are you trying to say, say, Pastor? I'm trying to say God can give you a word of wisdom. And you can be living in the best of times. And it, shall, and it can be the worst of times for everybody else. But because you obey and you got a word of wisdom from God, he can order your steps and put you in the place that will be blessing while everything else seems to be falling apart. I came to tell the church of Jesus Christ something. I came to tell you trying times are not here to take you out. Trying times are not here. To get you to shut your doors. Trying times are not here to get you to quit. They are here to elevate you and to put you in the place of blessing when famine is happening. Hallelujah. That's why. But you've got to have a word of wisdom. Glory be to God. You've got to walk with a word of wisdom. And let me tell you something. 
You can't, you can't just come up and pull God's hand and get, and get you a word of wisdom out of the bottom of the machine. Let's go ahead and handle that right now. Well, I'm going to run up there and get me a word of wisdom and that's going to make me and my business, that's going to make me and my house so plentiful and so prosperous that we ain't never got to worry about nothing. I'm telling you, God can give you a word of wisdom and that can happen, but he is not Las Vegas and he sure ain't Santa Claus. You don't walk up and pull a levy and say, give me my card and we'll holler at you. The Lord says, seek me while I may be found. Call on me and I shall answer you. Seek my face and my heart set underneath thy face. I shall sing and the Lord shall show up for you. Glory. A word of wisdom. Now I don't have time to go into uh, the other two. Word of knowledge and discerning of spirits. I'll handle that uh, not next week, but the week after that, Pat's going to be here next week. Molly, come. But, but either way, we're about to have an impartation time. Glory. Glory. Now, if you've got, you got to go to work, go ahead and exit the sanctuary. Thank you for being here today. The rest of it, because I'm about to shut them doors and we're going to stop moving around. So if you need to go, go. I'm going to give you about 15 more seconds. Hallelujah. This is important to me. It's important to God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if our government was set up to hear from prophets? And a prophet of the Lord came up and said, Listen here, Republicans. Listen here, Democrats. There's, there's a plague coming to the land. It's here to hurt. It's here to destroy. Go back to where you were. It's here to take people out. It's here to try to cripple this economy. And it's here to divide this land. But thus says the Lord. If you'll do this and this. It shall not come to this land. What we could have been spared. Now let's talk to the church. Imagine if the church was set up to hear from God. Really hear from God. Now I'm talking about the church as a whole. Because this church is set up to hear from God. I'm telling you. But imagine if the church as a whole was set up to hear from God. That we came before the Lord and said, God, speak. And the Lord would give word of, words of knowledge and words of wisdom. And God would give discerning of spirits. And the Lord would show up with the discerning of spirits and say, that one right there, that's a wolf in sheep's clothing. That one right there. They got 10,000 people in their church, but he's doing this and this and this, and he's going to lead the whole place astray. That one right there, they know how to pray good, but they got a Jezebel spirit. Imagine if the church was set as a whole, set up to hear from God. Imagine the victory. 
Imagine the protection. Imagine the anointing that it would walk in. Now do you understand why if we, if, if the church, and I'm not, I say, I'm, I'm talking to church as a whole because this ain't this church, but if, let me just say here, if we end up rejecting the gifts, do you see now what is at risk? Your protection's at risk. Provision's at risk. Guidance is at risk. And the Lord is just saying, listen, I've already made it to where you're going to be okay. You just have to follow the book. Hallelujah. You just have to live and you have to obey the, the gifts of the Holy Ghost. So let's stand in this place together today. Those of you watching, thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you watching today. I appreciate you being with us. If you're away from God, you're on your way to hell. Because if you're away from God, that's exactly where you're going. I don't know if anybody told you that. But I'm going to tell you that. If you're away from God, you're on your way to hell. You need to come back to the Lord and repent of your sins. And I implore you today, I, matter of fact, I, 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 I counsel you today to submit to God. Resist the devil. He'll flee from you. Give your life to the Lord today. If you need us to pray with you, just go on the chat line right now and say, please pray for me. We have people right now waiting to pray for you. And we thank you so much. We bless you in the name of the Lord, and I thank you for watching. God bless you today. We pray you were blessed by today's message. For more content and to get to know us better, download our app at AbundantLifeChurch.com.